I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Buongiorno. Salve! Buongiorno. Hola. Uh, Welcome to uh, Das Shamble du Pod. Oh, um, Shamble du Pod. Con to host, uh, Laurie San Havelock. Uh, Paddington von Bismarck German. Um, das episode, uh, sieben, sieben, Schnellwitze. Um, we, Karunkapuff, um, je voudrais, Mool Frit. Uh, do, do shamble do put hang on do, hang on no sorry this is a fucking shambles pod shambles nice You're right, mate. Hello. How are you doing? Episode seven is here. We made it we together. Made it. Together. We're too. a quarter of the way to episode twenty-eight. I know. Which we all know is going to be bloody brilliant. I know. That's the um. That's that's the big one. That's the big one. That's, that's the, the big that's the, the landmark with which all other podcasts are are, are measured. Weighed, tarred, feathered. <laughs> How have you been? What's been going on? I've I've been well actually. I've sort of had a week off yeah. from work. Where did you go? Um, I, I actually went to my father's house for his 60th birthday. Oh, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas indeed, and to all a good year. <laughs> um, is that it? Yeah, yes. something like that. Um, it was, yeah, I had a lovely time. I did, uh, I was doing the music at my dad's 60th. Um, so you'd been the DJ? No, I was, I was, I was playing guitar. And had, <laughs> guitar. And, you know, my sister was there. She was Sitar. Doing, she was doing piano. And Qatar. It was, it was bloody lovely. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, we bought him a Nintendo. I heard yeah. on the grapevine. He phoned me up. He wee mated me and said, "Look, let's let's go bowling, but on the Wii." He and does we love didn't. contacting you. He do, you know he, he hasn't. He, no, that's the thing. He tried. He actually told me this this weekend. He tried to contact you. This is one hundred percent true. Because um, my dad has recently got Facebook. Ah. Um, and he got very confused because he thought all status updates were people talking to him. I know. And he's got like 400 friends because everyone's been waiting for James Jervis to get involved. Join the revolution. Yeah, absolutely. And Web so, 2.0. You know, like, you know, one of my friends would be like, oh, you know, DJing tonight at the cellar. And my dad will, will like, 
put his status update as be like, oh, I'm really sorry, I can't, can't make, make it. it to the Zella. <laughs> I'm really sorry, mate. So his Facebook page is just this stream of nonsensical <laughs> shite. And I think he tried to have a conversation with you about one of the podcasts. Oh, gosh. And just ended up saying, putting his status as like, really good job, Laurie. I hope you're well. Oh, <laughs> like, but I didn't see it. Oh, well, don't worry. I don't he, think I'm his friend. I don't know. <laughs> I have to find him. Do find him. Um, and he, yeah, he, he thinks very highly of oh, you. Oh, wonderful. I'm glad. He is a good man. Now, He's... Paddy, to, to, to effortlessly segue on from talking about your dad. Okay. Right? What do you, this came up today, right? In my daily life existence, you know, came out up, what, of the town. Appeared? Or... Yeah. Okay. Out of the bush. Out of the bushel. Right. What, if, what is the sign of putting a sock on one's door? What does that mean to you? Like, as a, as a kind of, as a kind of, as a kind of, you know, if you popped over someone's house and there was a little sock on the door of their bedroom, what would you Is it on the bedroom think? door or the front door? Yeah, well. Oh, okay. Kitchen door? Okay, all right, okay, let me go through the rooms. Okay, front door. Yeah. Um, it is the international sign for enter. It's like the door's open. Um, Pop on the sock, come I'm, inside. I'm hanging up the washing, you know, <laughs> okay. come on in. Bedroom, yeah. it might involve some uh, some pretty sexy matters. Uh oh. Um, but then a sock—that's a bit odd, isn't well, it? Well, do you know what um, I thought? But I thought this is a recognised sign of of sexy times. You know, I thought the sock was an international look. No, that's a hat. No, someone else said a hat. Who has a hat? I have I, a hat. I don't own a hat. I have loads of hats. I know, but I don't. So am I forbidden from having sexy time if I can't find a hat to no, you worn just buy a sexy hat. It has to be a sexy hat. Yeah, of course, it has to be. Do you have a sexy hat? Because you've got a lot of beanies. A bowler hat with a feather in it. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I thought. A feather if you're entertaining two ladies. Or like a plumed Spartan commander's hat. <laughs> yeah, and you have Maybe a sailor's door. hat if, you know, you're, you're someone's come aboard from sea. I don't know. Yeah, if it's you nautical sex. So that's bedroom. Okay. Okay, kitchen. Yeah. Uh, means uh, I'm cooking, but it's probably not good. <laughs> like, it's like I put a sock in the door because you probably shouldn't come Watch in. Watch out, mate. Watch out. It's sock worthy. Um, bathroom. Yeah. Is um, shower isn't working, but I'm trying it anyway. <laughs> like you know, I'm giving it a go. Like, you're what probably a- in there with like a bucket and sponge. Like you know, wiping not even wiping, down. just squeezing the sponge on your head every time and, and crying, absorbing <laughs> for extra moisture. And that's why the socks there. Okay, and then <laughs> the crying. Uh, yeah, and then um, d- just the toilet is like there are complications. <laughs> like um, check if I'm okay if the sock is still there. <laughs> Give in an me hour. one tug for yes, two tugs for no. Yeah, it's connected. To a string, which is indirectly <laughs> attached to your arm or something. Well, you can see your arsehole. It's attached to my ass. <laughs> um, and what other rooms are there in house? A conservatory. The conservatory. It means um, sunny out. Might be worth a game of backgammon. That's in the, the sun. In the sun. Okay. What if it's on the drawing room? Drawing room is I'm entertaining guests. I'm entertaining probably at least an earl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they have to be quite high up guests. And uh, and the pantry, of course, means um, someone for the love of God buy more raisins. <laughs> We're out of raisins because I know that you ate them. Like, so I put your sock on the fucking door. That's why, you the, prick. So- that's why the socks there. So I think that's all the okay. rooms in a house. Sure. Well, I looked it up because I wasn't. Sure. I was rocked by the revelation. I was a hat rather than the sock. Right? <laughs> okay. So I went on. I went on. So you know the, the first sensible place anyone goes. Which is the internet, of course, to find out, right? So I found, I found the a, international a netting agency. Yes, they were very helpful. <laughs> oh yes, they said don't use them for netting because they're very insoluble. <laughs> yes, of course. That's the word I meant. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I okay. went out to. I found a thread on wordreference.com of a, a kind of website to help you work out <laughs> what is going on in language. So people put up idioms. You know, people go like, oh, I don't really know what this means. 
And it, it Do you, you frequent know. this website? I don't. I wish I'm going to now. Is it like Reddit Absolutely. for dicks? Reddit for pedants. Actually, Reddit is Reddit for yeah, dicks. Exactly. I love Reddit. I love it. I'm a dick. <laughs> so, okay. So here is his little user, Braveheart. He's Japanese. Okay. Okay. So presumably slightly not completely au fait with Western cost customs. I don't think that's a bigoted thing to say. Particularly. Oh, okay. And he says, hi. Um, could you tell me the meaning of put a sock on the door in the following context, okay? Bear in mind he's got one reference point to ask what this means. The following is an excerpt from US TV show VOC. Okay, he of course. Says, Everyone's yeah. port of uh, call. But just in case, just in case you're not familiar, he brings us up to speed. So he goes, Seth and Ryan are close friends. As we all know. Seth is going to a party where he will most likely be unwelcome. Oh no. He's Seth, he's a bit nerdy, he's probably going to make some wry acerbic comment. Which one was somewhere. Seth? Was Seth the dogs? No, yeah, Seth, <laughs> Seth was the lovable speaking rock vibe. <laughs> yes. And, and, um, and Ryan is, is is all kinds of wrong, but also so right. Anyway, Ryan is worried about Seth's going to the party. Excellent construction for a Japanese. Is Ryan welcome? Ryan, no. We well, we, I, we think so. Okay. But Ryan has to go on a date with his girlfriend. He has to instead of going to this party. Okay. Oh, so Ryan's not going? No, 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 I think so. Sorry. So why is he worried about Seth going? Because Seth's likely to be unwelcome. But why does Ryan care? Because Ryan, they're mates, Paddy. You know what it's like. If you went to a party and I knew you weren't going to be welcome, you're going to go to a party and you're like, I'm going to dress as a German again. I was oh. like, Paddy, <laughs> not good. It's not going to go well. Yeah. I would let, you know, I, there would be some constant. Anyway, Seth <laughs> delivers this line, reports Braveheart. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I promise. Now, you have got a date, Okay. So you have to go. He has to go on the date. Stage directions. Ryan still looks worried. Oh. Seth says, make me proud. Ryan gives up and walks away. Oh, okay. Put a sock on the door. End of the dialogue. Braveheart says, thanks. In in anticipating some helpful answers. <laughs> Put a sock so, on the door. Yeah. It's yeah, not exactly. It's not even like someone doing it in context. Pop a, pop a sock on the it's door. It's him directing him to exactly. do it. Exactly. Oh, okay. So someone says, Thomas Tompion, who is from southwestern France, okay. says... I'm not an aficionado of television, but put a sock in it is an old-fashioned expression in British English, abbreviated B-E, okay. meaning, please be quiet, shut up. It's not polite, yeah. Yes. The okay, idea yeah. is that one should put a sock in one's mouth. Yes, to stop them talking. Exactly. I suspect your phrase, he says, using his internet detective skills, means don't slam the door. What? Like using the sock as a protective I don't barrier know, to stop some kind it. of muffler. I don't think it's <laughs> suggesting they go to the lengths of putting a sock around the door to stop it banging. Oh, <laughs> he's one step ahead. He's one step ahead. He says, like, let's see what the experts say. Their views will be much more authoritative. Are there experts? Are there experts? Apparently on this so, because weighing in comes Lorraine Victoria, also from, from France. No, from the Isle of Wight. Oh, that's that doesn't a, make sense. That's a red herring, isn't it? Hi, Braveheart. I see put a sock on the door as a sign meaning do not disturb. I would have thought that. Please wait for other replies. Please It's wait. very official. It's like a waiting room of doctors. And then Nunti, right, who is from Jerusalem, his native language is Hebrew, but oh, he's wow. bilingual in US English. US English. He says, sorry, Thomas Tompion, but I think you're off in the wrong direction. Oh, no. I tend to go in the same direction as Her Highness, which I imagine is referencing Larry British Victoria. English. Would Ryan and Seth be roommates? Oh, oh, he's got to the nub of the matter. Putting a sock, a necktie, a scarf, never seen any of that shit, <laughs> on the outside doorknob is an old way. Back in the olden times, of course, in medieval England, when socks were plentiful, 
But for, for one roommate to let the other one know that they have a date in the room, probably oh. for the night. Oh, okay. Okay. Wink. So this is going down our exactly. sexy time argument. Exactly. I think that Seth is wishing Ryan luck on his date. Brackets. Just to spread it out, i.e. that the evening will end in sex. Oh, of course. For someone. Yeah, well, that that's what we said. It's odd that no one's yeah. brought up the hat. I don't know. I don't know. I found it. I find it quite funny. Anyway, that's about it. Oh no, the next bit is none translator is correct, which I imagine is his old username. Probably. Okay. Uh, sock on the door is the signal time is not to disturb because there is brackets hopefully <laughs> sex occurring inside. Wow. Yes. Okay. I just like, I thought I'd bring it up to educate everyone. Does Braveheart have because like a closing it, statement? Well, no, not really. All he says is, thanks guys, appreciate your help. Hi, nun. Seth and Ryan are living in the same oh, house. Oh, so he now he's, he's filling him in. And Seth often visits Ryan's room <laughs> when he's not welcome. So your guess is absolutely right. Do we know how the episode ended? Case closed. Um, they all had sex together. Okay. It was wonderful. I've never- <laughs> I just like the idea of it in not even not even intimating that you're having sex, just that sex is hopefully occurring oh, inside. Okay. And also A the, sock? Thing, the thing that gets me right, right. okay, the all why all I thought is if you bring home a lady or a man with the under the proviso of having sex, presumably for the first time, because you know you'd have to, you wouldn't have to spread it out if this was you know a regular thing, right? Mm. What? When would the moment come when you'd met this new person? You went, sorry, I've just got to, I've just got to pop outside and put a put a sock on the door because oh, that is that is not only one laying all your cards down, but also a potentially fucking weird thing to do in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, of course. And I mean, also let let's say, let alone a hat. Let, let alone I've got to go into my hat box and get out my trilby and put it on the door. <laughs> Don't worry, love. I'll be back in a second. Well, because the two the two points at which you could do that in the evening is either before the idea of sex is on the table, which is you know, which is dangerous because dangerous. that's very presumptuous. What if they come back and or, see it and go? Yeah, absolutely. What if they go outside and then, you know, can't get back in because there's a hat on the doorknob? You know, I mean, it could all, all come <laughs> wrong. So, but all the other reason is, so like, sex has started, or, like, you know, we're in the, the preliminary stages. Um, and, and <laughs> the you, preliminary stages of sexual And, and he's had to stop and go, Sorry, I'll be though. back in a sec. I need to go and put a sock on the door. Or a hat. Or a scarf. It's like, what kind of distraction is that? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, it's quite know. useful if, you know, you're having trouble. If you can't, you know, make your gentleman behave or something. You're yeah. Like, oh, I've just got to put a sock on the door. Yeah. And you oh, go yeah, out, of yeah. a picture, look out of a picture of, you know, Holly Valance and then come back <laughs> in and you're fine. Oh, poor guy. Well, I've never watched the OC, so it could be anything. <laughs> it could be yeah. literally anything. What does the OC stand for? Um, the opulent cunt holes. <laughs> which is what it's about. The, oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the adventure of two unlikely dogs <laughs> trying to get along. That would be the adventures of, you know, Je- Jesus and his mate, Tony. And yeah. every, every episode says, oh, Christ, what have you done now? Yeah, Christ is And Jesus is there, wrong. and he's, you know, he's dropped all the flan through his stigmata. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of slipped through the jelly has gone everywhere oh god poor messiah well there we go I'm glad we're all clear up on that that was a lovely intro thank you very much Laurie Um, (laughs) um, let's get on with the episode Echicord we've got loads of great things loads of fun things so stay tuned stay tuned on the podcast they don't really have the option of not staying tuned (laughs) well they could like they can't change station oh yeah I guess they could just pause it I hope you don't Rapidash, Rapidash, name that Pokemon Rapidash. Oh, Rapidash, Rapidash, name that Pokemon Snake. Backwards. It's 
Ekans. So this bit um, ah. uh, involves me asking you a little question that was dipping into your history. A bit. Ooh, um, dip I, yourself into my history. Dip into my history. Oh, oh, oh it's nice oh, in there, it's, isn't it? Disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's sordid. Oh, watch oh, out. Awful. Here comes the shark. There's a lot born. of sponges in there. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? Well, I had to mop up. Basically, when you were at school, yes. I mean, we went to the same school. We did. So I probably, I you know, I probably know this. All oh, right, but um, but. When you were at school or at work, I wonder what what's what's the most odd punishment you've ever been given for Ooh. doing something wrong or for being a dick or whatever. I don't know. That's inviting a slightly kind of sexy chain answer, which I can't really provide you with. <laughs> I remember the single the single worst thing I did at school. Yeah, right. It was one that you won't know this. So you're my when I was at primary school, um, I we had these beautiful new state-of-the-art computers Ooh. and they had microphones attached. It was one of the biggest attractions of them. Mm. All very cool. And I was a boarder, so we used to kind of go every night and have internet time yeah. before bed, you know, when the internet was still big and new and innocent, not yeah. full of dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of both kinds. And and um, my friend, well, I say friend, acquaintance John, who should remain semi-nameless, <laughs> okay. recorded, semi-nameless. A, recorded a song about someone else at our school, a girl. Oh, okay. A very vile, sexually explicit song. Oh, wow. About 12. Oh, I shan't repeat any of the songs. Oh, don't. Let's just say it was rank. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> anyway, me being the clever little pisshead I thought I was, I recorded this song using the microphone, being like, yeah. this would be fucking funny. Anyway, mistakenly left it on the computer. Got discovered because it's on the network. Oh no! Hold up! I got hold up in front of my entire year of boarders, oh, including man. the girl in question. And I really incredulously couldn't understand what I'd done wrong, but I, you know, quickly made clear to me that I'd recorded it. That yeah, I shouldn't have. I kept it on my computer, and I got sent home. Oh, in wow. night, which was quite extreme and I think probably fairly measured response but that the shame of that of having my mum come pick me up at like a 10 o'clock at night oh no so I couldn't sleep over at school it was bad oh I'm sorry I know sorry that's quite a disturbing no that's one. like as opposed to being weird that's just quite oh that's quite that was, awful it was quite apt as well and it was yeah. a very scary you know public school headmaster who didn't never shouted but you know oh, oh yeah of about, course he did have one incredibly wonky eye that got knocked around by a cricket ball so that was quite scary the reason I ask is because but I never hit, you never hit me. I'm not. I, never I'm hit not, me. I won't hit not you. once. No, I, I, he, he, I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> right? Let's not go into that. Okay. Reason I ask. I was going through some of my old school books and um, stuff recently. I'm, cl- I'm trying to clean out my house at the moment. Right. And um, I found um, a, a copy of a punishment I was given. Oh, brilliant! And this is this. This must have been when I was about. 13, something like that, maybe 14. Mm. Anyway, I had a tutor called uh, Miss Wigmore, um, <laughs> who um, was a lovely, lovely woman, and she was, quite, she was quite a big fan of me, and I think she she quite enjoyed the fact that I didn't like um, academic studies that much and instead, <laughs> you know, spent my time uh, writing fantasy books and um, being know, around, pretending I was an elf, that kind of thing. <laughs> you um, would just come into school, little fake ears, and go, Haroshka <laughs> Absolutely. And just sit by a river and... Like, yeah, I, yeah, that, that was that was I was quite odd, and I think she <laughs> she quite enjoyed that I had a, a relatively active right, imagination. So whenever I got in trouble, she'd set me instead of saying you know write this out a thousand times or whatever, she'd set me a task that I'd sort of end up enjoying, but would take me ages. Right. 
but would sort of further my either grasp of English or, you know, uh, imagination in storytelling. Knowledge of fine wine. <laughs> exactly. It was always something to further me, which I think is quite sweet in, oh, quite in looking back on it. Anyway, um, I found this punishment um, that was basically, I, I can't remember what I did. It was probably something awful. Probably killed a cat. Uh, you know, yeah, it was exactly. I was famous for that. And, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and it was, she said, right, I want you to write me an essay on 101 things that you can do with an egg and a piece of paper. Oh, God, no. <laughs> this is where it all fucking started, yeah. isn't it? The obsession. <laughs> the obsession with <laughs> eggs you do, and paper. Literally, you have a dress made of eggs. You want to be a hen. I'm the gaga you're... of poultry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're I'm just big, mad. You're, you're, you're a bit mad about <laughs> eggs. So Your random. big dream in the world is to own an ostrich egg and then to hard boil it <laughs> yeah. and dip an entire loaf of bread yeah. inside. I know. One day. One but, day, mate. Anyway, so I found, uh, like, albeit shy, of like, I haven't got the whole thing, so I filled yeah. in the gaps. Oh, I found great. my six-page answer to this question. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm going to read it for you now. Oh, I'm so excited! And you can comment on each of the 101. Oh no! Things. This is the whole podcast. I know. It? I've written so many things. <laughs> okay, so here we go. 101 things to do with an egg and a piece of paper by Paddy Jervis. Um, keep in mind, I was 13. That's no excuse. And probably a real dick. The product of a fevered mind is still, you know, you're still going to be fucked up now, mate. I'm sorry. But, um, I, I hope you enjoy it. Number one, wrap the paper around the egg in the hope that it hatches and the chicken thinks it is in purgatory. Nice. Because like, it's white. Because it wake, mate, wake up in this white room. Hang on. I've seen a floor. No, no, not, not this early <laughs> on. Really? Yeah. Surely an egg, right? An egg is fairly kind of purgatory like. Surely, like, it would already be aware they would have to break out or something. Yeah, so but it's just, not like, aware of the egg. wrestle out of the paper. Is it like a sentient hatchling? Well, yeah, but you still know what you're doing. You still know you're what? getting out of an egg. Oh, what's it? Oh, yeah, I'm in an egg. No, you could Obviously, he wouldn't go, oh, it's an egg. But you go, well, I've got to get out of this big white thing. And then when there's <laughs> another big white thing, he'd just go, Oh, we'll get out of this one as well. Well, no, you must have put, if he thought, what's on the other side of the egg? And then he comes out and goes, this is it. And he has a kind of existential crisis. I don't think a chicken is, com- is, is capable of that, especially at one day old. Well, <laughs> well look. expected too much, this fucking that's, no, that, that's number one. Okay. I'm sure you'll God, find many so. more flaws. Okay. <laughs> number two, put the egg under the piece of paper and then push it around. It will move erratically because of the shape of an egg and you can tell people that it's a mouse. No, you could no. I've done that in a pub before. <laughs> oh, I've won a Was drink a using that. Egg? My friend James taught me that trick. If you put put an egg under a piece of paper and tap the egg, and it'll move in a really weird way, and you say, "Oh, mouse is out," and then suddenly everyone will panic. Um, uh, believe me. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Number three: make a cone with the paper and put the egg in it, and pretend it's a telescope with an egg in it. <laughs> That's just stupid. You don't need the egg for that. Well, well yeah, it's like a spyglass with an egg. I don't need the egg. There's a lot of things that involve making it into something and there being the an egg, egg present. Involved. Yeah. Okay. Um, number four. Break the egg and use the paper as a plate to eat it raw. <laughs> I just thought that would be, you know, I thought it would be fun. So he's doing an egg and a piece of paper? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would have thought that was a relatively obvious one. It took me, but it took me four answers to get there. <laughs> Come on. Number five. Make an origami swan and convince an idiot that it laid a real egg. Oh, that's quite cute. I like that. <laughs> I think that's Aww. quite nice. Because you know, like when you Full fold children, if, for what years. is it? If you fold a thousand and one, your dreams come true, or whatever. It is. Those are cranes, aren't they? Well, swans. Well, you know, swan crane. <laughs> They're the same thing, aren't no, they? No, one lifts bricks, <laughs> the other one is a dick to children. <laughs> like origami, like, construction yeah, vehicles. Yeah, 
They, 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 them Japanese lads. <laughs> them Japanese, they just love vehicles. They love construction machines. Anyway, I think that one's quite sweet. Number six, screw the paper up and throw it on the floor near the egg, shouting, oh, what's the point? And if you look frustrated enough, it'll look like you're writing a screenplay <laughs> about an egg and your writer's block. Just about an egg. Yeah, and you've gone, Why oh. Why do you have to throw it near the egg just to, like, compound the Yeah, because people will go, oh, well, he's obviously been focusing obviously on the right. egg. If you threw it away from there, it'd be like, oh, what's the egg doing now? You need, ideally, you need lots of bits of paper and, like, a full waste paper bin and, like, yeah, an old-timey typewriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and a cigarette and a beret and like a you know a tiny sense of self-worth like you know <laughs> that kind of thing what a lovely image anyway seven make the paper into a sling and hoof the egg at someone who isn't suspecting it nice James. yeah like david and goliath but, but with eggs you know um you kill someone with an egg I don't know, could you kill someone with an egg? Well, isn't one end of them really impervious to pressure? Yeah, if if you hit an egg in exactly the right place, it won't break. You can isn't stand that the kind on of thing? You can stand on it, on it yeah. but only if it's perfectly... I might even tackle that later in this essay. Anyone? Um, I call this an essay. It's a very loose, <laughs> loose interpretation. <laughs> All right. Number eight. Put them next to each other and call it art, and the Tate Modern will pay you thousands for it, huh. and you can say it's huh. an expression of your views on, like, child labour or some oh, shit. Oh, that's, that's, that's a pretty that's astute, astute point. Astute point. Uh, yeah. More than I industry, what's it coming to? <laughs> what is art? Bloody hell shit in the bag and call it art, God, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one, that one, yeah, probably doesn't work. Number nine. Use the egg as a template to draw around, and you will end up with a perfect drawing of an egg can't quibble well hang on because whenever I try to draw around something I get the pencil at the wrong angle at one point and then there's like a little lump in it yeah but that's your fault it's not the egg's fault <laughs> I'm never trying to you can still do it with I'm an egg I'm just saying if I did it it wouldn't be a perfect picture of an egg Okay, well, that's that's your problem, mate. Soz. All right. Number 10. Yeah, you see, we're, we're, we're 10% in. Break the egg and leave a chicken-based suicide note next to it to confuse bystanders. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> like, before it's birth. It's like infanticide suicide. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, you know, we, we don't know what chickens do. Oh, you do know what that makes you think of, morbidly? The butterfly effect, when he strangles himself in the womb. That's what that is. Oh, yeah. So, well done. Oh, fine. Ashton Kutcher, eat your heart out. Um, number 10. Uh, no, number 11. Number 11. Turn the paper into a makeshift papoose and pretend the egg is oh, your baby. I love the word papoose. <laughs> papoose. I think I just wanted to get the word papoose in there. Papoose. Number 12. Put the egg on the paper and twist both ends to turn it into a cracker and the egg is the prize. Yeah, hang on. If you pull it too forcibly and then it falls out, then you've got another, you know... You've got a mess on Suicide your Suicide egg. Well, yeah. But no, this that, that one will have been your got fault. got a deconstructed omelette. That's I mean, just a cheap cracker, I thought, you know. Cheap cracker, mate. could use that at Christmas. Number 13. Break the egg and make a mosaic on the paper using the shell, and the egg innards will suffice as glue. Will they suffice? Yeah, they'll be glue. Of okay. course they will. <laughs> what do you mean, of course? Yeah, mosaics. The number one. I love some good mosaics. <laughs> I'm sure. But is, is egg stuff going to be glue? Well, yeah, yeah, they use egg whites for glue and all sorts of things. In what? I tackle that in later like, on. In food. Hammer? No, in <laughs> food, you put egg on something to make it stick together, like ravioli. I'm going to leave it all carry on. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, number 14. Make the paper into one of those fortune teller things nice. and put all the answers as you will receive an egg. <laughs> and then the first person tries it, does it, and then you give them an egg and they'll be like, oh my God, an You're egg. Oh, wizard. That's how Darren Brown started. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Darren Egg. Anyway, um, number 15. Make an egg sandwich using paper as bread and egg as egg. <laughs> nice. That one. Nice. That one. Yeah. That one's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, you can eat paper, rice paper. 
That's, uh, that's fine. Loads of people do that. I'm just thinking it's a bit of Xerox. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. Number 16. Wrap the paper around the egg in a really fancy way and leave it for a child at Easter. Yeah, okay. Great. Lovely. Yeah. But they get an egg. Well, an Easter egg. Yeah, but it's literally an egg. Yeah. Like, surely they'd be like chocolate. Great. And it would be a fucking raw, probably off by the time they get to an egg. Yeah, Easter is a while away. I'm not saying I'm doing this. I'm not. I'm not saying I've done all of this stuff. I'm just saying you could. That'd be the worst surprise. Do ever. it if I went out into my living room and then you'd, you'd festooned a hundred eggs and bits of paper. Hundred and one. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Number Let's seventeen. Not that one. Put the egg on the paper and try and whip the paper out of it without moving the egg, like one of those magicians. The, t- the tablecloth, the way they do it. Easy, done that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure you have done it. (laughs) Number 18. Write a note to your partner saying, I'm leaving, you can keep the baby, and leave the egg next to it. That's quite sad. See, that links to the earlier one about the papoose. (laughs) It's a series. I'm I'm starting to weave plot lines in. If you you follow closely... By number 20. There's a story that emerges. Wow. Number 19. Leave a castaway-style note... And, and then make a small hole in the egg and force the note inside of it and then throw it off a boat in the hope that someone will find it and try and rescue you from the island of poultry. <laughs> You've got a very active imagination. You did anyway. Yeah, that's, that was the point of the exercise. Wow. I thought that'd be cool. Can you imagine but sitting on a beach and an egg floats up to you? I and, don't think an egg would withstand the sea open. pressure and currents. I'm sure... Shut up! <laughs> you don't know enough about eggs. So it's painfully clear. <laughs> Number 20... Wipe egg white all over the paper and then try and use it in like a lasagna or a pie as like a fun layer. It wouldn't be fun, it'd be horrible. Yeah, but that's what you it'd do. That's what I was talking about. Basting. Mean, that's what you do. Basting, that's what, what it's called. Mean? No, that's with juices. Yeah, no, you base stuff with it. You can base stuff with egg. If you're a prick. You get an egg baster. If you're a prick. You, no, there you get is an egg no brush. such thing as an egg baster. Yeah, but you know you like brush egg onto yeah, okay. like lasagna that's to make it shiny. No. Yeah. Why would you want to make food shiny? Because it looks nice. Bullshit. Glaze. Right. 21. Put both down and just cry uncontrollably. Like that would be my first step. I think that, that's when I started to get bored of the essay and then I got a second wind. Check <laughs> this out. Number 22. Try and make an egg cup out of the paper and then serve it to someone at breakfast. Aww. Yeah, you see, that's quite nice. So you can see I'm getting back into it. Number 23. Open a pub called the Old Egg and Paper and have them mounted above <laughs> oh, the bar. Just got an egg and paper, mate. Have them like, like, like a stag's head, but like up there and they'll be like the symbol but of they'd be like, But they'd be like nailed onto the walls so the egg would <laughs> yeah. be completely derelict. It'd be ruined. Um, no, but yeah, and, then, paper. and people, you know, let's go down the old egg and paper, you know, get a couple of pints and, you know, they'd love it. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Number 24, make a boat out of the paper and put the egg in it and race it against your friends on the local river. Oh, that's <laughs> definitely an Abington. Like, yeah, Abington like, like poo sticks. <laughs> poo sticks, but like poo sticks. Um, 25, set up a shop that only sells one egg and one piece of paper and make your millions. They'd have, to, they'd have to be very highly uh, priced. Yeah, I don't think you could know. Yeah, if you were young enough, no, though. You know, like like kids that sell things on the side of the road. Have like you seen that really beautiful video or... of the kid who made up his own arcade? Kane's Arcade. Oh, isn't that wonderful? That is a really good video. so lovely. Do check that out on YouTube. It's slightly more exciting than an egg. And yeah, Kane's Arcade. This is just a story of this young boy in America who just builds his own arcade out, out of cardboard. cardboard. Oh, it's lovely. Absolutely. It's really wonderful. Because people come down. And then the sequel... Um, which is also the, 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 the second video, King which is now it's like a huge success, and the kid is like a young entrepreneur. 
How amazing is that? That is true. Why didn't anyway. I do that? I wanted to do that and no one, you know. Laurie's Arcade doesn't have the same ring to All it. All right, fuck off. You'd have to call it like, Laurie's Game Emporium. That'd be terrible. That sounds like a front for a paedophile ring. <laughs> oh, awful. God. Oh, let's not go into that. Xylophone song, xylophone song. It's the xylophone song. Xylophone song. Xylophone. I love xylophones. Xylophone. Xylophone. We really, really need a xylophone. We should just buy one, shouldn't we? Yeah, it'd be easier. So check this out. Um, you've been drinking again, haven't you? I, that's funny you should say oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Funny I you can smell the serpentine. Whilst I was waiting for you to finish work today, yeah. um, because, you know, you have a job. A real one? Well, um, technically. A I real mean, one. I don't really do much. I know, but, it's, you know, It's just grading lizards on a big sliding scale. But that's the thing, I'm I'm self-employed. You don't know about lizards. That's like the thing, I, I don't do. know anything about lizards. Did like you, you, you know, I, frills, that's one part. Yeah. Eyes, yeah. scales. Yeah. Propensity towards dragons. Yep. You know, you're, you're on it. that. I'm on it. So whilst I was waiting for you to finish your apparently lizard-based job, yeah. um, I went to the pub. Oh, lovely. <laughs> I went and sat in the pub, and I did a bit of writing, and uh, I was sat outside in the smoking garden, and uh, I overheard a conversation. <laughs> Is it overheard? Did you forcibly enter yourself? I, I just imagine you, I your head appearing between two people that, oh, what's this I hear? I overheard. You're talking about fish again? These two men um, having this conversation, and I, I was trying not to eavesdrop, but I love eavesdropping. <laughs> it's so um, fun. So, uh, basically, there's two guys. They were obviously old friends. Um, they were both about, I don't know, 30, I'd say. Okay. And one of them, let's call him Man One. Please. Man, man Alpha. Man Alpha um, was, um, he's he's obviously just, uh, like he's on like his second date with this girl, right? Okay. Not at the pub, but like, it, okay. you know, he's just had his second date with this okay. girl, Emily. Things going well? Well, this is the thing. He thinks it's going well. Man 2, let's call him Beta, um, he obviously has known this girl for about 15 years. Like oh, they, okay. They were school friends. Mutual friends. And I think, yeah. I think he's the reason that they met. Of course. Um, so... Man one is going. Yeah, no, no. I think I think it's going really well. Like, sounds like a hilarious setup for romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah. It's no, check this. This is really good. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's going great. Actually, like she was really lovely. Went for dinner. Like we went up for some cocktails afterwards. And um, yeah, I you know I think this really could be something. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was really nice. And man two went. Yeah, you know what, mate? I totally agree. I couldn't be happier that you're with her because mm. you know what? Like out of all those boyfriends she's had. You're um, uh, you're the best, uh-oh. and uh, and the guys at the man one's like, oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, like, uh, what do you what do you mean? Sort of all the boyfriends. She does she get around a bit? Oh, <laughs> and man two's like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, she's had a she's had a run ins, had know. a fair share. She's had a fair share of guys. Um, you know, don't worry. She's not. She's she doesn't. She, she doesn't put old... it about or anything. It's just like she has had. I a lot... didn't turn into a big dick trap. No, absolutely. Okay, it yeah. was just like she's had a lot of relationships, and you know that not they haven't gone well. Oh, brilliant! Oh man, and the look oh. on this guy's face—he was like, "Oh, so um, I feel so bad." So do you? Did you? Did you meet all of them? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've known Emily for you know years. Like, of course, I met all of these guys. And like, <laughs> God, you know, like, and and he started literally reeling off this list. Oh, wonderful! Whilst man, with you, man alpha, you in the corner going, <laughs> brilliant. I'm just, I'm, I'm giggling and writing this all down. But man one is getting increasingly more like hesitant. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ask. And a gal, exactly. Um, so basically, I wrote down some of the names. I tried to get as many of the facts as I could. I may have embellished some of them. Should we and fill in the you, gaps? You might have to help me out on a couple of these guys. <laughs> but basically, the the basis of all of these men is true, including the names. Okay. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah, as I say, they may be slightly exaggerated okay, okay. for the purposes of vocal comedy. Effects. So he starts off and he goes, well, of course, you know, there was there was Michael. Right. Um, sounds, so, sounds normal. Yeah, that's the thing. And Michael, this is obviously sort of a, a, a sort of childhood sweetheart, I'm guessing maybe Aww. sort of 14, 15. Okay. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, Michael, Michael was all right. I mean, he was a bit obsessed with cycling. Oh. Um, you know, and, and he was he, he was harmless, but he really had the eyes of a killer. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that one time, you know, in Marbella when he, you know, he he did, he did kill that dog. <laughs> yeah. With his bare hands. <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, no, no, but don't worry about him. I mean, like, you know. He it did was, enjoy it. It wasn't a big deal. They were just sort of, you know, they. I think they sort of got together at school and, you know, he was... Um, yeah, he was he was quite into sort of you know hunting and cycling and, <laughs> and you know, hunting he would, and, he would, he you know, would killing he... and cycling and like and this guy's like oh, oh okay and he's like no no but don't worry I mean there was that one time that he did loose Emily in the woods with a blindfold <laughs> on yeah and then run around on a horse and she her. loved it that's got her off no end <laughs> but anyway, try that mate oh, she wow. ended she ended it with Michael. Okay, um, thank God. Because, yeah, she ended it with Michael because I don't think Michael was uh, was was that exciting. He was just a <laughs> despite bit, the the murderous just, streak. He was just a bit intense uh, on <laughs> on weird things. Anyway, so she then moves on. This is I'm assuming university. She moves on to a man simply known as Jarzy. Oh, Jarzy. Oh, not Jarzy. Oh, he's a lad The only real fact that I got about him <laughs> was that Jarzy is a wrestler. Oh no. No. And you can you can imagine man one going oh uh, a oh, wrestler it, he must be quite quite big there. yeah no massive no <laughs> yeah he used to you know he was he was what he was a championship wrestler he was you know he he could wrestle anyone and his like, own thong he could wrestle a bear he could wrestle a <laughs> fox you know anything you give him give him an animal a bear he'll wrestle and a fox. it <laughs> yeah I don't know why an I thought eagle 
a yeah. mouse. It's like, you know, and he walks around in this like lycra and like if anyone said anything about her, he'd just wrestle them. <laughs> <laughs> wrestle them to the ground. He'd just wrestle them to the ground, he'd pin them. Of course, that's the one time that boy came up and asked for a drink and said, you know what? Fuck off, you're fucking drew. He just choke hold, choke yeah, slam, choke slam, choke slam, pinned through him, the table. And then referee came in, started people, counting, people's elbow, slamming his hand on the floor. <laughs> you know, he was the rock. That was it. Ah, he was the, he was the rock, of uh, course. So anyway, Jarsley. I think uh, her and Jarsley broke up because Jarsley was quite violent. I think he used to shit in public places, <laughs> like just quite, to make a point, to, to make be intimidating. Yeah. I'm gonna shit here just because I hate you, just because I care. <laughs> Smell it. <laughs> and then, uh, what and a then, charming fellow. And then there was Ryan. Uh, right. Ryan. Okay, now from the OC. By this point, yeah, no, not that uh, way. Well, it could have been actually. Oh. By this point, man, 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 one is is kind of like, oh, these there's quite a few, quite a few men in her life. Anyway, Ryan um, was always crying, <laughs> always crying. He loved her too much. It's too sensitive. Um, and he was like, he, he'd always like write her songs and like buy her animals and like, you know, he. Like, I think he cared for her as if she was sort of like a like a like a pet bird, like a child. You know, like like a, she was. She felt caged by Ryan. Um, oh, and uh, oh, wow. yeah, and I think he was sort of like the um, the lover denied, as it were, the sort of like, was it Ryan hope, Adams, the hopeless romantic. It was Ryan Adams. Adams. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was Ryan and then Adams. He wrote an album, and I think I think Ryan actually broke up with her, if I remember correctly, oh. because she didn't get him. Oh, too deep. Yeah, he was too yeah, deep. Yeah, he was um, too deep. She was a mere puddle. And Emily sounds like like, like a perfectly nice girl. Yeah, the little tidbits I got about her, apart from um, the, the endless <laughs> cycle of shits that followed except her. for the track record of. <laughs> of terrible man um, and then there was Thomas who is simply 100% true in jail now for <laughs> undisclosed reasons oh no and they just didn't undisclosed go, they, they just left that how well could you alone. leave that how would you ever leave that someone said oh an ex-boyfriend you know she's really serious he's in prison now you want to just go of course, oh, it's fine. Yeah, no, you he was going... like, oh, right. And he was like, yeah, no, don't worry about me. No, he's out of the picture. Was it like so... potato smuggling? He's away for a long time. Snake baiting. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, this guy could have been anyone. Treason. Like, I mean, what? I think he was something to do with Guy Fawkes. Just putting it out there. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> he went back to the 16th century and plotted to murder King James. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, that was the idea. <laughs> and um, yes, and then uh, uh, they obviously broke up because he went to jail. Um, right, yeah, right. Well, I mean, as you would, I imagine. <laughs> then, then, oh, goes on, then there's Rod. Okay, oh, Rod, Rod is a musician. Did he have a big beard? He's, the, he's the typical, like, beautiful musician, like, like you know, he was amazing at, like, viola or something. I ah. can't really remember. And, um, and... Bit damaged, though. Bit damaged, a little oh, bit, like, he smoked intense. a lot of weed. And right. anyway, he ended up, I think his band got quite big, and then he cheated on her. <gasps> Um, so they, they, they left on bad terms. I think he was Rod Stewart. <laughs> like, that was the only Rod I could think of. Uh, be t- going out with Rod Stewart, he's a big old hustler. And also, of a man. for her to be going out with him when his career took off, Emily must be ancient. <laughs> like, like and, and these guys, I know, she might, you know, she might be about 60. I, that I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, Rod and her broke up because, because, uh, he cheated on her. Was it because of his enormous penis? It was probably that. Right, and, uh, and you know, and he, and, he, and he kept on, you know, hitting people with his <laughs> And like, you know, are going to say his penis. Yeah, yeah just wham. everyone with his penis. Get him our way. Get a penis to the face. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, and then there was Jeremy. 
Um, <laughs> he sounds nice. Jeremy, that, that's the thing. Jeremy was apparently the best. Aww. Like, like that was the one that Man was... 2, obviously, I think Jeremy and him were mates. Oh. Um, and, and that made Man 1 uncomfortable because he was like, it was lovely. He was so lovely. But like, something was a bit off with him. He had loads of money and he, he had loads of different mobile phones. Ooh. So <laughs> that to me implies pimp or drug dealer. I was going to say drug dealer. Uh, but he had, he, he had this sort of, uh, like this staunch charisma that I think maybe more tends towards like the super successful drug dealer as opposed to yeah, being yeah, yeah, yeah. like a nasty piece of work. I see what like, you mean, like the really guy. fine drug dealer to the yeah. stars. Yeah, thing. exactly, drug dealer to the stars. He, you know, maybe maybe him and Rod <laughs> knew each other. Maybe that's how they got <laughs> that's involved. That's how they met. How did, the, the, my question is, how did she meet all these fucking people? Well, I don't know, she's probably a, a travel agent. A travel agent? That's the most glamorous job you can think of <laughs> in the heat of the moment. I don't know, probably travel agent. You could have anything, women, woman, footballer. You could have had, you know, um, um, integral member of the Starlight Express cast circa 2005. You could have had Michelin-starred chef. You could have had astronaut. You could have had. You could have had the handler. Of 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 Lassie of that monkey Lassie's who's in Adler. everything that monkey who's in all the adverts the one who's like Ace Ventura he was in Friends <laughs> how big is, is that, that monkey? Same monkey it's the same it's monkey quite small he's it's only a little he's monkey small. He, I think he's the best trained monkey out of all of them you know how many trained monkeys have you met um him uh Bubbles what's the guy in what's those really oh, over, Dun- the orangutan Dun- Dunstan checks yeah Dunstan <laughs> checks in he was the best monkey oh, you, you can't contradict yourself immediately um, what about Curious George. Curious George was fake. What do you mean he was? Don't tell Wasn't me Curious that. Curious George a drawing? He was an animated was cartoon. Yeah, but no, Dunstan's real. the one you've got to watch out for. Because <laughs> Dunstan checks in was huge. Was and do you know what? I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. The tagline for the Dunstan movie is something along the lines of, like, Dunstan's in New York and he's checking into a hotel. Like, that's not a tagline. <laughs> that's not a film idea. It's like, it's a monkey of... goes to a shitty and no, attempts like... to grapple with the intricate workings of a hotel concierge. But yeah, but that's the thing. Wouldn't you expect it to be like a hero? Will rise, an empire will fall. It and is one a film, monkey. It is a checks about, in. It is a film about comedic monkey. I doubt they put a lot of effort into the tagline. What, just like, like a rock at the end of time. Yeah, yeah. One ape has the power to save them exactly. all. Exactly. Like, one king Dunstan checks in, and then it's like Dunstan on a skateboard in Dunkaree. Whoa. With like a hotel. Yeah, it's, in not the gonna be, it's not going to be like one kingdom throughout <laughs> turmoil. <laughs> one man saves his kingdom for the sake of. Of a monkey. That monkey, monkey is checks in. Checks in. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got his little passport. Oh, and, like, he and a broadsword. He doesn't know what he's doing in that hotel. He's got no idea. He's a fucking monkey. He's, he's jumping on the beds. He's drinking out of the toilet. Like, fucking hell. What a movie. <laughs> what a movie. That's all I can so say. So Jeremy... Was that monkey? <laughs> no. What were we talking about? Emily was the monkey wrangler. How did we get? That's him? how he she met everyone. Emily, yes. By wrangling Dunstan. Who's Emily? The girl. Oh yes. I'm sorry. I got uh, that, uh, the monkey thing through me. <laughs> it um, always does. So anyway, so she had a monkey or some shit. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then of course there was uh, Dodgy Dave. Um, who we know very little about. He was a fantastic <laughs> pool player. Had three fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, d- I don't know much about Dodgy Dave. I think the other guy already knew about Dodgy Dave. So they uh, kind it's of... It. It's when Dodgy Dave... But can you imagine uh... just like down the pub, there's Dodgy Dave, Pool QP, and like Switchblade Steve, and they're all like... They're not, <laughs> they're... Even, having a, they're not even having a drink. They're just pushing glass into their face. <laughs> and like, Or yeah. that, or they're all really, really nice. They're just really unfortunate nicknames. Oh, yeah. Dodgy Dave, he, you know, he wants... Um, <laughs> 
didn't shower for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, that's, and he just oh no, dodgy day. And but Switchblade they, Pete like once bought a Switchblade when he was fifteen in like in Nantes. Yeah, <laughs> brought it back from a school trip. But they and they all drink in a pub that's called like the you know the shattered shiv. Yeah, or yeah, something exactly. or like you know the like the, the broken. Ferret. Amongst all the ruffians, but they are actually well the aging weasel. They're all investment bankers for <laughs> AIG. You know, they all do really well. No. Anyway, so they didn't talk about um, dodgy, dodgy, dodgy Dave. Dave. But anyway, he goes, "Fuck, that was a, that's a lot of guys." And he yeah. goes, "Yeah, yeah." Well, I mean, that kind of brings us up to speed. I mean, of course, you you met her most recent ex. Oh yeah. Um, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. No, he seems like a really nice guy." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah. I think they're actually um, on really good terms still. I mean, you know, he kept the kid, obviously." Um, but, and man one, I swear, goes white, Who white wouldn't? as a sheet. Who wouldn't? And goes, I'm, I'm sorry, what would you say? He goes, yeah, he's got Ben. And it turns out they have a two-year-old son that Emily hadn't told him about. Wow. And he was like, Emily, Emily didn't tell me In the care of James. In the care of James. One of the many... Well, I mean, just because he's associated with one of the fuckheads. Yeah, absolutely. And... and, and and he had no idea, and he was like, fuck. And then there was just this awkward silence, and he was like, well, I think I better go. <laughs> and the other guy was like, all right, sorry, mate. He was like, yeah, um, I'm going to go and call her. And that's how it ended. That's really upsetting. I'm sorry that ended on such a somber oh, note, man. but I, I wanted to have as much truth in this as possible, and oh, that is a, what happened. Do you reckon, but do you reckon if you were that guy, you would be really mortified that you are going to end up to be, like, just by being close to this girl? He's probably lovely. Yeah. But you're going to end up being something weird. Like yeah. some weird aspect of your personality is going to drag down. It's like, uh-oh, you're going to be Dominic the Catman because you own a cat, but actually it turns out you like dressing up as a cat as well. <laughs> Having little cat tea parties with all your friends and, you know, licking each other in the face. Right. <laughs> that's all I can think that's of. Your, what about that's Jimmy... your two cents for this. Jimmy thing. Curtains, who never wears any clothes other than curtains and like has a little drawstring. <laughs> and whenever it's like, like really inappropriate time so like the first time you meet him the first time you meet him why like, you go back, you go I'm sorry <laughs> and you go back to his place and you like and you ha- and you know you get you you have the sexy time and it's quite fun because he goes well, hey the show's open and you're like oh that's a cute little gimmick and then round your mother's house way oh, Jimmy no. curtains and that just all the time and then you know kids playground way Jimmy curtains you know graveyard way Jimmy curtains. Devilly arrested, probably put to death. <laughs> Let's move on. Eggs, eggs, eggs. It's my it's my egg song. Number twenty six. Break off a bit of the egg and turn the paper into some sort of envelope and send it to a farmer asking for a ransom. But then, all right, surely though, by the time it gets to the farmer, the egg is again fucked. Well, no, and then they just... just think it's disgusting. It's like sending a finger in the. Place. No, you're just sending one bit of shell. And, and he'll be but like, then the egg isn't intact. Ooh, no, he's got the rest of my egg. <laughs> you know, the rest of my his, one egg. His prized Which egg. is now ruined because <laughs> it's got a bit of the shell missing. It's failing farming like, business. He has to have he, that he one egg. has but... one egg and you've stolen it. And he, and with the money, he could buy loads more eggs. But he has no, That's not what farming is about. <laughs> Sorry, that's not what farming is. You don't, like, get money and then buy more stuff. You don't just buy loads. You don't go down to Sainsbury's and buy 50 eggs and then sell them off. <laughs> Yeah, chickens. He's got chickens. He's fine. 
Oh, Leave we'll, him. Well, we'll sterilize the chickens oh, or something. Oh. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, number twenty-seven. Drink, drink the raw egg, yeah. and use the nutrients to get strong enough to break the world record for how many times you can fold a piece of paper in half. Uh, yeah, you see, I think that one's quite is clever. Is one egg enough? Uh, well, it depends how weak you are. You could also, you could already be really strong. That's uh, that would help. That and would you, need, help. you need, you need one egg's worth of protein <laughs> to, to tip, to you, just over tip you over the edge. <laughs> uh, number twenty-eight. Fold the paper into a rough chicken shape and use and use the little things to explain the bird cycle of life to a child. That'd be awful again. What do you mean? How would you how would you do the fucking bit with one bit of chicken? Oh no, you're just paper. saying this is how they start and this is how they end. She went, you know, and this is how they go and this is where they ride and all that. You know, <laughs> this is where they ride. This is where they watch Mad Men on TV. <laughs> no, uh, well, fine. No. Uh, number twenty nine. Send both to Heston Blumenthal with a note saying, "Surprise me, Heston." Probably popping up his bum and ends over to you. No, he'd he'd send back like a duck a l'orange. He 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 can do anything with food. That guy, he's mad. Food science. That's a great. That's a good topic. Oh, contemporary touchstone of society. There, <laughs> even though Heston Blumenthal hasn't done anything in like four years, <laughs> and then we're only just reaching that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Number thirty. Roll up the paper into a tube and use it as a fake peg leg, and then put the egg on your shoulder and pretend you're a broke pirate trying to relive his heyday. I remember when this was a live bird. Yes, yeah, somehow no it's, it's gone backwards, and the parrot went back into its egg. When did that happen? Did parrots come out of eggs? Yes, of course. <laughs> They do. This is when you're going to ask me is a fucking salmon a fish again, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I've never seen a parrot egg. I bet they're no. very colourful. No, probably I bet they're not. quite fun. No. All right, then. Um, number, 30, <laughs> on number 31. Roll the paper into a cone and use it as a hat and hold the egg for all to see, exclaiming, I am the egg dunce. What does that mean? I don't know. I like it. Though. I just thought dunce hat, eggs, egg dunce. That's a band name, I am the egg dunce, right there. <laughs> Number, number 32 make little holes in the paper and sit on a park bench looking through them and pretend you're spying on the egg I, I like that but when would you just be staring at a blank bit for surely the whole point of having a paper with eye holes in it is that you know you would essentially be reading the paper and it's an opportunity for you to spy while doing something that looks normal well you could draw you would sp- never just be staring at a piece of A4 Xerox paper <laughs> with a matte finish especially if you were observing an egg you would to get the paper to observe an egg. The egg can't see. It's a fucking egg. Yeah, but people will think you're mental. I think I'll think that already. I don't even need to read about five of these. We've already <laughs> swiftly come to that conclusion. I just saw you with an egg and a bit of paper. Just not doing anything. I just assume you were Some soft. of these are really good. <laughs> I will have I you know. Number 33. Scrunch up the paper into a sort of stick and then run down the street batting the egg, playing like a variation on that old hoop and stick game. Do you remember that? Who do you remember that? Again, you know, in the 1500s, you were there, I was there, we used to roll the hoop down the street and go to the Motten Bailey and whisper hey nonny to the earl. No. Wrong. Bad. That was, so that was, 
I swear they had hoof and stick when we were little. No, you definitely, you definitely you, absorbed that from some very kids and your hey wacky hoop and stick. <laughs> we also lived in imagine, Nevada, by yeah, the way. Obviously, can you imagine being the first person to see a kid play the hoop and stick? You'd just be going, "What the fuck are they up to?" And now? They'd be like, "Oh, Terence has stumbled upon something that's quite the gas, quite droll, <laughs> quite droll." <laughs> I drew a hoopla and a, and a whittling stick. <laughs> Look at what he's created. Number thirty-four. I'm just moving swiftly on. Please roll up the paper and put the egg on the ground and play egg golf. Ah, the famous game of egg golf. And then there could be a spin-off like Wii Golf <laughs> with eggs. Yeah, it would be like a virtual reality egg golf. Why would it have to be an egg if it's virtual reality? I don't... <laughs> Aim higher, man. Sorry, I'm talking so quickly that I'm actually quite lightheaded. I don't know if I'm trying to get through this bit because I think it's wank or because I'm so excited. I think it's the latter. Like, I have so much faith in this essay that I'm just, oh, I'm so excited. Anyway, I'm bright red as well. Do you want a little break and we can come back to the edits in no, a second? No. <laughs> Number 35, we're at least getting halfway through before a break, my friend. Number 35, weave the paper into a little basket and put all of your eggs in it. Hang on, hang on. Uh, no, no. Hang on, and then drop it in a public place and scream, Oh, why did I put all my eggs in one basket? Oh, and you'll be like, a cautionary like a, tale. Yeah, like a cautionary, you'll be a walking cautionary but tale. You've got one egg. Yeah. All your eggs. I mean, yeah, it is, but by definition, by default. It is all my one, eggs. You have just one egg. Well, yeah. You could, I've got problems with that. You could have split it in half, put it in two baskets. No, you could. Well, buy more eggs then. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. God. Number 36. Put a paper sign next to the egg saying, the egg clearly came first. Still waiting for chicken. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. That's Philosophical. A, that's a bona fide joke in there. Oh. Yeah. Number 37. Waste hours of your time trying to come up with things to do with said paper uh, and egg. That was my little stab at the teacher. Yeah. That was Fuck that was me teach. trying to be clever. I did that with number one. Just be right in there. Uh, uh, no, because then she wouldn't appreciate the, 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 the frankly, <laughs> The rest of this. Anyway, number thirty, uh, number thirty-eight. Draw a target on the paper and practice your egg throwing skills. Everyone needs to know how to throw an egg. Yeah, absolutely. I think that one's actually quite rational. Thirty-nine. <laughs> Compared to the rest of this yeah. fucking fantasist bullshit. <laughs> Write to the Queen. Oh God. <laughs> on the paper, claiming the egg is the Duke of Edinburgh's bastard son. I've also put side note: Duke of Edinburgh. Ignore that. <laughs> Try and get a title or something out of her in return of not going to the, the press. <laughs> of not telling all the papers about the egg. Yeah, be like, make me a baron or the sun will know. That kind of thing. Not, oh, no, that's confusing. The sun, the paper, never mind. <laughs> Number 40. Write a magazine on the paper with the egg as the free prize that comes with that month's issue. I mean, collector's item immediately. Yeah. And then don't release any more issues. No more eggs. Yeah, and you know the way that... You know, that... That's that. That's something that annoys me with magazines um, that, uh, that for something really specific, like for like fantasy gaming or like building like railways or some shit. Yeah. The first edition is always fifty p and comes with something really cool. But then edition two, it's a fiver. They rope you in. How many of those have you bought? No, well, surely no. I buy them all the time. You've got like you've got like one I've bit got... of railway. You've got like the feet of a space marine. Yeah, like and the, you've got like the strings of a mandolin. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's, yeah. I guess I got really into and all a that red kind of pen, stuff. and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I get fooled by them every egg. time. That was just a side note. Build your egg farm. Build Step your... one. Here's an egg. Here's an egg. Yeah, I mean that's the best thing you could offer. Either that or land. That'd be cool, <laughs> wouldn't it? Your own little plot of land. Um, anyway, 
Number 41. Use the egg as a paperweight. Don't know why I didn't get that one earlier, because that seems to be the most obvious. Yeah. Uh, 42. Kill someone and frame the egg and paper. (laughs) How? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Could it be like a case of writing on the egg, like, I hate people? (laughs) Yeah. And then like, like, the the paper would say... Duncan is a dead man. (laughs) The paper would say, I'm going to kill Duncan at 7pm tonight in a very mysterious way, which I shan't explain, but it was definitely me. Yeah, and they they can be like a mystery witness. And actually, this actually ties in with number 43, which is, if that doesn't work, use them as your alibis in the trial. I was was looking after the egg. Yeah, sorry, I was drawing. I was writing this fucking bullshit essay. I was eating eggs. You can ask anyone. Um, (laughs) Ask the egg. (laughs) Number 44. Put a chicken next to a tree and then say, Egg, paper, I'd like you to meet your real parents. Aww. <laughs> I think that's quite sweet. Hang on, hang on. Eggs don't grow on trees. Which you... Oh, I see what you've done. You've made a mix and match. <laughs> <laughs> that's me falling down a well. Laughing at it. Oh, God. Um, Number 45, <laughs> tear the paper up into streamers and then dye them yellow with the egg yolk and throw yourself a little parade. <laughs> stinky egg paper. A little stinky egg paper parade. Oh. Number 46, realise that there is no egg and then go into the Matrix with the paper. What would you do with the paper in the Matrix? Um, you would write... Um, I know Kung Fu. Yes. <laughs> and then you would... Never... You would use it to um, uh, put the red pill on. Paper cut Agent Smith. Yeah, absolutely. Viciously. Agent Smith. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on! (laughs) Okay, enough about the Matrix. Number 47. Lie on a beach with the egg and a piece of paper on your bare chest and get sunburn everywhere except there so that you have an outline of each of them on you for weeks. Why? And in addition, the egg may cook. Yes, why would you want an outline of an egg and a piece of paper? Hang on, if you put them both on top of each other, then you just get the paper as well. Oh, I don't know, mate. You haven't thought this through. You haven't thought this through. I I totally thought this through. It'd be a good story, though, wouldn't it? Anyway. (laughs) No! It'd be the worst story Number 48. Hang on. If you fucking came back here and said, mate, I've been on a great holiday, I put a bit of paper and an egg on me, chest. look at what a perfectly square bit of non-sunburn. Number 48. Race them. How? What? <laughs> I was really running low on really material. Really high at, this at the age of 13. <laughs> Number, yeah, race them. Why the fuck not? Number 49. <laughs> Get the egg stuck up a tree and oh, then God. wait for it. And then wait at the bottom with some friends, all holding the paper, like one friend on each corner, between you shouting, we'll catch you, like the firemen do in America when like a bear gets stuck up a tree. I don't think they do that for bears. And they, yeah, and then they try... Bears get stuck up trees. Yeah, they love they, trees. Yeah, and then they tranquilise the bear. <laughs> And then the bear what falls, the onto the, watching? falls onto the trampoline. What the fuck have you been watching? I've been watching BearRescue.org. <laughs> which is for some reason Bears a website. love trees. They can get down very aptly. You're thinking of Dumbo. That's what you're thinking of. What if the bear gets up the tree and then injures itself? On a branch. Hard. No. No. Yeah. Well, well. Th- still get down. Shove that in your pipe and wank it. Anyway, number 50, halfway, put the egg on eBay with the description saying that it belonged to Kurt Cobain or Michael Jackson or like William the Conqueror or some shit and sell it for loads of money and use the paper to make a certificate <laughs> of authenticity. <laughs> I like that. That one's re- saying yeah, by see, William the Conqueror. It'd have to be a really stinky egg. Oh yeah, I mean it would have to be very old. You'd have to you'd also have to assume that anyone who bought it is a total idiot. Although people do that. People sell things on eBay like um like a jar of air from Mount Everest. Uh, and it and people pay hundreds for it. And like a bucket of water from Loch Ness. They deserve to lose that money. 
Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's a really good way. We should start doing that. We should start putting things on eBay, like every week. That it's just like it's bullshit. Yeah, no, well, not even lying about it. Just saying, um, this is There's a thimble of Earth from Bethnal Green. No one would want that. It's pretty sort of scam. <laughs> no, I, I think people would go crazy for it. Anyway, <laughs> number fifty-one. Place the egg amongst a litter of newborn kittens with a note saying, I am a cat, to confuse the owners. Ah. I think you'd get away with that, no problem. Number 52. Roll the paper into a straw and drink the egg like one of those coconut drinks in Hawaii. Egg. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. Or oh, oh. Hawaii. What you got there, sir? Oh, I got oh, it's, it's a coconut egg. drink. Oh. I got an egg. Tell you what, I didn't even have to prepare off. it. I just had to make fun. a hole in it and put a straw in there. Yeah, it tastes fucking foul. Well, yeah, but some people like drinking eggs. No, they don't. Number 53. Dip shreds of paper in egg and stick them to your face as a beard. Nice. Yep. Number 54. Dip shreds of paper in egg and uh, sell them to teenagers claiming that they're tabs of LSD. <laughs> you have to draw little Mickey Mouses on them. <laughs> yeah. As well. Must be a little Bart Simpsons or whatever. 55. Dip shreds of paper in egg. Yeah, I got stuck on this a bit. <laughs> Dip shreds of paper in egg and eat them on the tube. <laughs> Just to think, make people think you're That's mental. That's not a good snack. <laughs> That's I, the wor- I'm going to put it out there and say that's the worst snack. <laughs> what? Paper and egg? Yeah, exactly. Pa- egg dipped paper. Can you imagine going to M&S and being, oh, uh, could I have some knickknacks? Could I have some Percy Pigs? Or could I have... A little bit of egg. Eggy, eggy, eggy paper. paper. Eggy paper. It'd be, it'd be very overpriced. <laughs> right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop just for three minutes because um, I'm about to die. I think my heart's about to explode. Listeners, I've had to I've had to put Paddy down for a little nap because he's he's just gone off on a massive egg spree. Like he's he the only word he's been saying for the past half an hour is egg. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's burbling about quiches, about omelets. I've just I've just got to let it go. So we'll conclude the exciting ah, Yeah, I can do it now. Exciting instalment of egg chat next week. But for now I'm gonna let Paddy rest, have a little dream about, you know, meringues. And we'll get back to you next week. Well, that's all we've got time for this week, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, what happened to Choose Your Own Adventure, though? I was I'm sorry. Basically, basically, there was, was going to be more of it this week, but I've, I actually lent the book to someone. <laughs> they opened up a portal to the netherworld <laughs> by reading it. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's just like kind of inane scribblings. And, like, <laughs> it's, it's actually quite worrying to read. Um, but So I haven't brought it with me this week, but it will come back next yeah, week. Yeah, it is. Hoping the police don't I've come. Got, I've got some great things in store oh, for I'm you. I'm excited. I um, miss flagging. I know, I'm sure you do. I miss Barbosa. Um, you know, he, he's just... <laughs> I think that's the other thing. I need to give my voice a bit of a rest. I there have been it. like 40 characters, <laughs> and probably two of them we've actually you know, elaborated out. at all. <laughs> we put in a New York goblin who had no no reason to be in there. And then there was like Terry or whatever. Planetarium. Who, yeah, like, oh no, he was the goblin. The, the engine room guy... <laughs> Who was like three quarters he man, three quarters horse, <laughs> and like his voice, his voice changed dramatically through the course of the episode. But we can look forward to more of that in next week. Yeah, you absolutely. Found, it out Do come back, back to the because that's when that's when we're going into our first actual sort of dungeon in oh, the adventure, wow. which is the the, the the cave of Captain Jack Bastard. Say <gasps> no more. Oh, I won't. It. I won't. I but won't. It, remember, if you have any of your own suggestions for adventure, if you choose your adventure or anything we do, if you really want to control this steaming heap of bullshit, then <laughs> do send us an email. We'd love to get emails. Podshambles at gmail.com. That's we- P-O-D-S-H-A-M-B-L-E-S oh. at 
G. That's enough. Okay, at gmail.com. Sorry, or I don't know why I went into that. You can go at Pod Shambles on Twitter. We've had a lot of new Twitter followers. We've had some healthy conversations going there. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Some yes. fan contact for you. Oh, but yeah. do, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have some kind of contribution and direction so we actually know where we're going. Absolutely. Um, but I think it's only natural now that we say thank you to all the people that helped us out this week. I mean, obviously, Paddy, thanks, mate. You've that, that been is, brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, it's an honor. Oh, I, it, you know, I, 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 it's, it's, That's enough. Okay. Keep it, keep it. <laughs> I don't care. Have you got a lot of thanks to do? I'm <laughs> well, sorry. Well, you know, mate, so many people. I'm Valerie for the tea. Where's Valerie? Oh, I'm, I'm right here. I'm, <laughs> Thank you, Valerie. Oh, it's not a problem. I love making all the tea oh, for you. and bless uh, you. You know, I'll, I'll make more next week. Oh, you better not. It was pretty all bad. Right, all right, all right. See you, Valerie. See you, Valerie. <laughs> and then, of course, there is Ragnar the Black, who sorted out all the pillaging this week. He was great. Oh! <laughs> I, I pillaged a lot of you them. You did. No, Ragnar, oh, Ragnar you did. It. You did. Well done. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank that's you. all right. Bye-bye. Um, old, old Master Craghorn for doing all the, the writing and the, the book pressing. Did I ever tell you about the writing and the book pressing? You did it all for us this week, Grandad. Well, the thing about <laughs> writing and book pressing is... It's it's rather like Return of the King. Oh God, is it? It's it's so there was this strider, uh, really Aragorn. Yes, 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 yes. and and it withered. <laughs> I have a lift now. <laughs> you're, you're quickly becoming more unwell as the show goes on. I, think, I, but, I better go. Thank you for my tongue is expanding. <laughs> bye bye. bye, bye. And then, of course, there's old sister Marjorie, who, you know, blessed us this week. <laughs> she has, of course, got eight <laughs> tentacles instead of a face. <laughs> um, and then there was there was Scuba, Scuba Brian, who dealt with all the fish. Scuba Brian, here to tell you about all the latest happens in diving. What's been going on this week, Brian? Well, this week, flippers. Hey, you ever ridden a dolphin? No. Would you like to? No. Let's go. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> no. See you, Brian. Okay, Thanks. I'm going to go back to the sea. Oh, I really wish I didn't have to speak to half these people again. I really <laughs> didn't tolerate them the first time. <laughs> Who could forget Crazy Dave? Crazy Dave? He's... On another adventure. Dave, we all know. We're saying thank you. Don't have to be crazy for this time. Oh, okay. You're all right, mate. Yeah. Don't worry. Thanks, then, mate. Well, I'll see no, you down no. the pub. Yes, no, absolutely. Yeah, 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 I absolutely. Will, um, um, I'll see you later. Bring your wife. I will. And your other wife. She's very dead. <laughs> yeah. It's very illegal for me to bring her. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah, see you, mate. Right. Um, and who could forget Edric the Bunny? Edric the Bunny. <laughs> he just repeats everything I say. Chapter three. <laughs> A quest in Bunner. Bun- Bunner? Bun- <laughs> Bunner. <laughs> A quest in, in, in Rabbit. That's Edward Edric's, by the way, I should mention. That's his narrator, not actually Edric the Bunny. Obviously, being a bunny, he can't. It's Edric's ghostwriter. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. of course. Really good deal he got there. He's made millions. I know. Of carrots. Yeah, him and Ian Rankin. Ian Rankin. They're really up there. And Andy <laughs> McNabb. Andy and the Mab. other one. <laughs> um, and a very special thank you to my partner in crime. My, the, the <laughs> diddle to my fiddle. <laughs> the sugar to my splendor. The heel to my toe. Paddy. You've already thanked me. I'm thanking you again. Fucking take it, you bastard. <laughs>
Oh, thank you. I, I, why am I trying to do a different voice? It's you, oh, Laurie. It's been a, 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 it's been a thing. It's been a thing. What it's been. Well, we'll see. Not only and you. to all the people you've forgotten, <laughs> such as Clyde. Uh, oh, Clyde did, did the thing, and then of course he had the truck full on his face and felt bad. Yeah, but it's all right now. Don't worry, Clyde. We'll, uh, we'll get you okay. Bye now. back to the ward, Clyde. <laughs> gotta go. Uh, give the fish. And of course, Beyonce's lesser known sister, is it cilantro? Cilantro? Cilantro. 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 <laughs> I can't do cilantro. Give us some of your songs, cilantro. Oh, I'm a herb, I live in a pot. There's a reason that you're not as big as your sister. I got a bum. Yeah, you have, but you know, no one knows about it. Oh. You're not, you know, oh. you're not oh. married to Jay-Z, oh. are you? I wish. Join us next week. Um, or next more nine Tom days Fudery. for yeah for more of the same. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.